How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Trink. This is Will John Grande. Today's episode is about aiming high and missing versus aiming low and hitting. And this is something that everyone's done at one point or another in their life where they were too afraid to have that really ambitious goal because they didn't want to be disappointed if they didn't meet it. So they set their bar lower so there was a better chance at success. And this idea comes from Trevor Moad and his book, It Takes What It Takes. He goes on to say that if people had it their way, they wouldn't want to be average. Who wants to be average? Because you then become the best of the worst and the worst of the best. So it's important to get rid of that stinking thinking, as he mentions, that goes on in your mind. And what we tend to do, as I've mentioned before on this podcast, is we enter data in our minds and set an expectation like a thermostat. So imagine the thermostat as your specific identity. Your identity is comprised of all the self-doubts and also all the confidence that you have in yourself. And there's a certain baseline that you have for yourself where you usually perform and you have a pretty good sense of where you're at. You know, this is right around who I am. And most of the time, our rooms are set at a specific temperature. So look at this as your baseline temperature being your baseline identity. And sometimes you end up doing better than your identity says for yourself, and sometimes you're doing worse. So let's say you're in sales, and just for fun, We'll say you're at Dunder Mifflin Paper Company because I've gone back into the office wave recently. And I have no idea what a good amount of paper is to be sold in a day, but every day, let's say you average around selling 40 reams of paper. But the next day out of nowhere, you're selling 75. And of course you're celebrating, but then some self-doubt creeps in. You feel weird and out of place because you've established yourself as a 40 ream paper kind of guy. So then you start thinking, oh, this isn't me. Why did I sell 75 today? I feel uncomfortable in this place. And then the next day you sell maybe less than 40 or you're back at selling right around where you believe to be, which is 40. Same thing with grades in school. I'm a solid student, but not like 4-0 perfect grade, but I was riding all A's for the first month of school a couple years back. And that thermostat regular, even at the time I didn't realize it, it started kicking in. I was like, oh, this is weird. I have all A's. Something must be going wrong. And then I would cool myself back down to exactly where I believe I was at. And by the end of the semester, my grades were so close to what they were usually at. um, They were like the regulated room temperature that I have for myself. Now, on the flip side, when you're sucking, the same can apply. You might realize, oh, this is weird. I'm not used to this place or having this number of sales or these type of grades. So you lock in and bring yourself back to where you think you believe you are. So you're cooled off and then start warming yourself up and bringing you back to that identity. So it works both ways. Sometimes when we're doing really well, we self-sabotage. And sometimes when we're really doing poorly, we understand that we're better than that and need to get back to a place that is comfortable for us. A lot of this is driven by our natural inclination to comfort and feeling secure. A lot of times we like the feeling of patterns, repetition, routine. And if we're in a place that goes against that, we sometimes want to desperately get back to that place, even if the discomfort is going to make you stronger. Now, the question is, how do you aim high and be okay with missing versus constantly aiming low or reverting to your outdated identity that you have for yourself? And I'm going to give you an example of something that has helped me. And although it's a little different, it's easily applicable to dismantling negative beliefs. So someone who's kind of like a mentor to me had a conversation because I tend to think worst case scenario and worry at times and usually about the same things. And he realized that I gave so much weight to it 
that I needed to simplify the issue that I seemed to be experiencing. And he was like, Will, do you like balloons? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And he's like, do you like balloons? And I was like, sure, I enjoy a balloon here or there. All right, so what kind of balloon? Um, hot air balloon? Okay, perfect, he said. Now, what color is the hot air balloon? And I get to the point where I'm like, okay, why does it matter what color it is? What is the color of the hot air balloon? Answer the question. Red. Okay, perfect. Now, this hot air balloon that is red is tied to the ground. And within this hot air balloon are all these items that represent all the worst case scenario thinking that you're experiencing. And I encourage you to pick heavy things to represent those objects. So what are those heavy things? And then I start rattling off these things. Um, a 50 pound dumbbell, a tire, and I don't know, a bucket of shoes. Weird choice, but okay. Now, he goes on to say, in this moment, the entire goal is to let yourself release the hot air balloon. So what are you going to use to release it or cut the ropes? Let's see, um, a knife. Then he was like, are you out of your mind? You won't be able to cut through a rope like that with a knife. Pick something different. All right, maybe a sword, like one of those that like Jack Sparrow used. Okay, perfect. Now, what I want you to do is every time those thoughts enter your mind, don't look at them as thoughts. Look at them as the 50 pound dumbbell or the bucket of shoes or whatever else. And when they come, by just viewing them as a heavy object instead of an emotionally charged feeling, it'll become easier. And you wanna let go of those thoughts. And that's where you use your sword to cut all the ropes that have the hot air balloon staked down. And then you can slowly watch the balloon or those thoughts drift away and imagine yourself waving goodbye just like you're waving those thoughts goodbye. And the reason I had you be so specific is because the more vivid of an image you have, the more emphasis you can put on it just being an object versus it being one of those thoughts. Now, back to limiting beliefs and aiming low and hitting. All those limiting beliefs, imagine them as those heavy things weighing you down. And use the balloon scenario or something else that might help you so that you can emphasize the object rather than an emotional experience. And get really specific. What would you want those limiting beliefs that are causing you to aim low and hit rather than aiming high with the possibility of missing? And once you use that sword or whatever device will be most effective to cut those ropes and release that balloon, you can start to lighten your mind and heart and be that person that aims high and embraces missing because you know eventually you're going to hit. So to wrap up, using this specific imagery will allow you to take the weight off of the thoughts and move yourself to a new place. And if it's not the balloon imagery, come up with your own that's most effective for you. This is something that everyone goes through and accepting this and taking the steps to move past it will bring future success to enjoy for yourself. So I hope you all took a lot away from this talk. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19-year-old shrink podcast. And my personal page is WJG23. But thank you so much, everyone, and hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.